It's now time for Loser White Dive Radio, home of the Whacked Up Point of View. And now, your host, the Whacked Up himself, John Voorhees. Alright, 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 another episode of Loser White Dive Radio. My name's John Voorhees, and I feel like crap. Yeah, I'm sick today, so you're gonna you're gonna hear more other good stuff and less of me, and I know that's what everybody really wants. Uh, good, great episode. We've got the comedian, the Fry Man, out of St. Louis, buddy of mine, very funny man. Got some audio from him. Uh, as always, loserwhiteguy at gmail dot com is the email address. Loserwhiteguy dot com is the website. Send send me an email. Let me know what you hear uh you want my opinion something you want to give me suggestions you want to tell me to go to hell that's fine tell me to go to hell i i really don't care remember when you do that emails with naughty pictures attached get looked at first that's i just can't stress that enough you know after last week's episode the 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 day after i record the episode i wake up and i think oh i should have said this and there's this I, i i came i came really close to making an episode 2.5 i figured you know the dvd companies do it you got X-Men 2.5. I just saw Spider-Man 2.1 on the DVD rack. Uh, it's sort of, you know, George Lucas slash Quentin Tarantino-ish. Uh, let's, let's try to get people to buy the same thing over and over as many times as humanly possible. But hey, it's uh, it, it's the way it is, and and I think I, I, if, if people spend the money, let them. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Mother's Day. Uh, Sunday was Mother's Day. I uh, hope all the moms out there had a good time. Uh, of course, they do, because uh, Mother's Day, we all know it's all about mom, and Father's Day is all about mom. Um, I got Here's my issue. Last year, for Mother's Day, my wife, my wife gets a $350 diamond necklace. Then for Father's Day, I get a thing to put on the grill and make the hot dog spin. I just, I, I think there's an imbalance uh, there in some way, shape, or form. It's it's just not right. For our anniversary, she got me a suitcase, and I still I still think that's a hint. Uh, send me an email. Let me. I want to know what's the crappiest gift you ever got. Maybe Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Uh, that that's fine. One gift that somebody gave gift idea they get one of those fantasy suites. If you've heard about these hotels that have these fantasy suite rooms, they've got like uh, there's one by where I live. It's got a jungle room. It's got a Roman room. It's got my favorite. It's got a space room where it's like the walls like looking moon rocks and the bed is like it's like the Apollo capsule or something. The bed's inside there. I want to get one of these rooms. I I don't want to take my wife I just want to go myself because I think that'd be so cool as a kid I always wanted that race car bed never got it I I I just think that'd be fun that'd be cool but I already don't feel like talking uh like I said I think I got a touch of the flu or something don't worry you can't catch it over the airwaves uh but send an email loserwhiteguy at gmail.com check out the website loserwhiteguy.com let me let me move on to a uh, very funny man uh, his name's the Fry Man. He's out of St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, he's got a CD called "Out on Bail." And I'm going to be featuring some of the audio from that CD, and probably in the weeks coming up, I'll, I'll feature some more audio from that. 
uh, great, great, funny guy. You could visit him online, uh, comedy.com slash fryman. That's comedy.com, then slash F-R-Y-M-A-N. Very funny man, great guy. Take a listen to this. Your headliner tonight has appeared on BET's Comic View the last three years in a row. He's also done three military USO tours in Europe. From St. Louis, give it up for the Fryman. What's up, St. Louis? How y'all doing? It's good to be home, baby. I'm originally from here. It's good to be home with the Rams, man. How about them Rams, huh? I don't care what anybody says, man. I travel all over the world in St. Louis rocks. I'll prove it to you right now. I just did a show in Kansas City. I flew to Kansas City. I walked out, jumped in a cab. I go, take me someplace I can party. That son of a bitch brought me back to St. Louis. Good to be here. Did y'all have a good day? I spent the day at the east side at the nudie bar. <laughs> and I'm a little grumpy because I've been dancing in high heels since 11 o'clock. That day shift sucks, lady. <laughs> I'm the fry man, folks. Two things I like doing them on stage. I like to drink and I like to cuss. I don't want to offend anybody. People always come up to me after the show. They're like, fry man, you don't have to cuss to be funny. I always tell them the same thing, yeah. And you don't have to be between a pair of butt cheeks to be an asshole. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> Kenny Rogers, thanks for coming out, dude. Appreciate that. Been doing comedy for 12 years. I've learned a lot of stuff on the road. I learned that ugly people want to have sex, too. But if you're going to have sex with an ugly person, don't take them to the Motel 6. Because they lead a light on. (laughs) Write that one down, dude. That's funny shit right there. There's another tip for you. Never mix NyQuil and tequila. Last Cinco de Miles, getting all liquored up and caught a case of the sniffles. When I got some of the NyQuil, have y'all done NyQuil lately? It is good shit, isn't it? I did a full cup of the green NyQuil. You know, they have that line on the cup, but I pass it up because that's for pussies. I did the full cup of the green NyQuil. I woke up naked on the roof with a Barbie down one hand, a dead poodle in my underwear. I got rid of my cold, but my neighbor lost his dog, okay? <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to quit doing heroin and start doing NyQuil, sir. It's cheaper. <laughs> so I just got back from Europe. I was over there entertaining the troops. What do you think about that, huh? Yeah, I love it in Europe, man. If you haven't been, you got to go. It's one of the few places in the world where it's legal to get shit-faced drunk, smoke some hash, and then drive to the whorehouse at 195 miles an hour. (laughs) Not that I did that, lady, but you can if you want. (laughs) People in Europe are still afraid of anthrax, man. People in America are afraid of anthrax. I want to be the guy they call when they think they found anthrax. I think that'd be a great job. We're like, Fry Man, we found this white powder in an envelope. We don't know what it is. Step aside, everybody. Step aside. We're like, is that the culprit? They're like, yeah, is it anthrax? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but that's some Class A chip right there. 
I'm going to take you with me to do some further testing back at the lab. Remember the good old days when you found white powder in an envelope just meant you had a buddy on spring break in Miami? Remember that shit? Like we ain't got enough to worry about. Now I'm at the airport over there in Frankfurt, Germany, and they got a dog for everything, not the airport. Walking through the airport, they had a bomb dog, a coke dog, a pot dog, hooker dog. I saw a Snoop Dogg up in that bar. He's a rapper, lady. Snoop Dogg was hanging out with the pot dog. Go figure, right? And I was hanging out with the bomb dog because I just had Taco Bell. I was ready to explode. Like, we ain't got enough to worry about when we get on a plane. We got to worry about, you know, the plane breaking down, which we've always had to worry about. We got to worry about Osama, somebody blowing it up. And now we got to worry about the pilots getting liquored up. Have you heard this? <laughs> They're getting drunk. They're having cocktails in the cockpit. They're all liquored up in the front of the plane going, can we bolt the door shut and get a pistol? <laughs> Fly the plane, Scooby. Fly the plane. Worried about my pot and my underwear. I'm not going to be breaking it out during the flight. I'm trying to get it to the next destination. <laughs> I think we need to make them blow in a tube before they get fired that son bitch up. There's a little idea from the fat stoner drunk comedy guy, huh? Let's put a tube in the cockpit and make them blow in the tube before they get fired up. And don't tell me you can't put a tube in the cockpit of a plane. I know you can because I have one in my car in the parking lot. You should see me lead a show every night. I'm walking around from girl to girl. Can you come out to my car and blow on something for me for just a second? <laughs> I don't want to walk home. Speaking of blowing in the tube, let me hear you scream if you're drinking. Rock and roll. Let me hear you scream if you're the designated driver. Same people that are drinking. Good. Seriously, if you're drinking and driving tonight, please be careful, because so am I. <laughs> and I will hit your ass. I ain't lying. I think that's the problem today. Too many sober people on the road. Everybody needs to get with the group and start weaving. I got my left blinker on. You know I'm turning right. What the hell is wrong with you? Three o'clock in the morning on a Friday night, you're not drunk. You need to get the hell off the road, okay? Give me some room to weave here, stupid. <laughs> Not that drinking, driving, and wrecking is any fun. I've done that. Me and five of my buddies were out driving around. We hit something. I don't know what it was. But when I came to, I was in a tree. Car was upside down in a ditch, right? I climb out of the tree. There's a cop there. He goes, all right, who was driving? I go, well, apparently no one. Because who would park like that? I always park on the wheel, sir. That's definitely not my parking. He goes, were you drinking and driving? I go, no, I was drunk before I got in the car. Try to pin that shit on me, dude. He goes, well, I'm trying to figure out who was driving. I go, good for you. I'm trying to figure out how I got in the tree. Look at that. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Must have been that last shot at NyQuil, huh? He goes, the way you're acting, I'm going to have to give you a drug test. I said, go ahead. Ask me anything you want. I've been doing drugs for years. I know all the answers, Sparky. He goes, oh, yeah? How many quarters in an ounce? Well, four, stupid. How many ounces in a pound? It's 16. He goes, how many grams in a pound? Uh, it's like 448, but you got to add 10 for the bag. All right, drug dealers, thanks for coming out. He looked me right in the face. He goes, you got a drug problem? I go, nope, got plenty of dope at home. Thanks for asking. He goes, how much money you spend on drugs every week? I said, about $1,000. He goes, why don't you get help? I said, shit, can't afford it. <laughs> Are you getting any of this shit, Blondie? Are you okay over there? You're looking at me like I'm an old man in a porno flick. You all right? You ever laugh so hard you fart by accident? You ever fart so hard you laugh by accident? And I'd like to thank you for coming out, ma'am. I don't know if you know it, but when you laugh, your boobs wiggle. It's very cool. It's not both of them. It's just the one on the left. Anyway... I think the one on the right's upside down. So, you see that chick, Kenny Rogers? All right. I love you. So, Blondie, are you a big farter? The women say that. They go, I don't fart. I poof. Poof. That's what happens when a genie comes out of a bottle. Poof. And it might be a poof, ladies, but it smells, smells like a fart. <laughs> you guys are fun, man. This is great. <laughs> you shot something out of your nose, sir. You might want to get that off. <laughs> so I've been having a good time traveling all over the country telling jokes, man. I, uh... Did a show up in Canada not long ago. I got to share this with you. I'm at a sh I was at a show in Canada, and, and while I was there, I went to a nudie bar because that's what I like to do. I'm at the nudie bar in Canada, and there was a lady there shooting ping pong balls out of her private park. Yeah, there's a show you want to keep your mouth shut for right there, people. Don't be watching it like... You will catch a foul ball. Yeah, I know it's gross. I spit it out. Oh, God. Wasn't sucking on her like a jawbreaker, believe me. She come up to the other show. She's like, would you like a private dance? I go, no, but I would like to know how much you charge for a bingo party. I got some friends at home that would love that. <laughs> B4. <laughs> I18. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she broke a window. 
rolled out of Canada, man. I was driving through Minnesota. Driving through Minnesota, I stopped at a Stuckey's. Use the bathroom. I was in the bathroom in Stuckey's. There was a sign on the wall. said, if you see anything in here that's unsatisfactory, please report it to the management immediately. I ran out to the counter. I go, you the manager? She goes, yeah. I go, my penis is too small. <laughs> She's like, well, my ass is too big. Welcome to Stuckey's. <laughs> We're getting married next month, dude, right there. My little wiener, her big butt. We're a team, people. That's what I'm saying. Take a deep breath. Talking about birthdays. We got birthdays all through the house. Now, I just had my birthday. Yeah, calm down, sweetie pie. Unless you want to jump up on the table and show us your boobies. I just turned 40, man. 40 years old. That was a hell of a birthday. What do you think of that? 40, huh? Yeah. See, sound about as excited as I was. 40 years old. That's a terrible birthday, man. I got a present from God for my 40th birthday. Yeah, titties. <laughs> Got the beer gut to go with it. Apparently, it's an ensemble. <laughs> turn 40, man. First thing you got to do when you turn 40, you got to go to the doctor's office. You young guys, listen up. That's what they told me. I go to the doctor's office. He's got this beautiful nurse, right? She takes me to this little room, shuts the door. She's like, Fry, man, I need you to take all your clothes off. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I start getting naked, and she leaves. So <laughs> problem I got with chicks. I get completely butt naked. I'm in there all by myself, right? Butt naked. I start thinking about the nurse. Yeah, 10 minutes goes by. The door opens up. It's the doctor. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Boy, he didn't even miss a beat either. He walked up, grabbed me by the balls, told me to cough. And his hand was so cold, I sneezed. He goes, you got a serious gland problem. I go, you tell it by grabbing my balls? He goes, no, when you sneeze, you blew a snot rocket on my arm. <laughs> like, you're the one with the cold hands, sir. And he told me to bend over and touch my toes. I thought he was going to check out my back, right? <laughs> Apparently not. I'm down there admiring Mr. Big Toe. And he entered me. I freaked out. My butt cheeks locked up. I took off. I got halfway to the car. I looked behind me. I'm dragging the doctor with me, people. I got Doogie Howser hanging out of my ass. People in the waiting are like, what was that? I don't know. That looked like a doctor hanging out of somebody's ass. And I tell you right now, it's the last time I go to that dentist. I'm not going back. I don't need my cavity filled that bad, okay? <laughs> the dentist sucks too, doesn't it? Dentist sucks too, doesn't it? Yeah. Thank you. It's not TV. You can talk back. <laughs> I'm in the dentist's office. They need to upgrade their equipment. They still got that same black piece of plastic they use for the x-rays. They just shove it in your mouth. Bite down. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> you got to bite down for the picture. You know what it hurt? But we can't take the picture until you, I thought it hurt, asshole. 
Then they take that 900-pound lead vest and lay it across your body. This will protect you from the gamma rays. But then they put the camera right here. Shouldn't you put something over my head? I'm laying thinking, no wonder I got titties. You know it's not going to help because they go behind the bulletproof glass to take the picture. They're back there. Whoa, did you see that? His teeth lit up. Do it again. I don't like any of them. I don't like the doctor. I don't like the dentist. I don't even like this new guy, Dr. Phil. He'll watch Dr. Phil. He's retarded. I don't even know what he's talking He's like, well, what you need to do is... You need you don't even need a new tool. You just need to start digging with the right end of the shovel. You need to take both your oars, put them in a boat, and start. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> He's got a new book out called Sex with Dr. Phil. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not banging the six-foot ball guy, okay? <laughs> well, I did once. So. <laughs> Hey, I was really drunk in Europe. That doesn't count. <laughs> Went out and bought his book, though. Very cool. Chapter one of his book. He talks about sexual fantasies. Here's what you do. Take baby oil. Pour it all over the body of you and your partner. Start playing around, right? Yeah. This was going good. Then I tripped and fell in the kitty litter. <laughs> you should have seen me. I look like a breaded pork chop walking around the room. I passed out, I woke up, and the cat shit on me. I was like, I don't think that worked right. In chapter two of his book, he says the man should come straight out and ask the woman what he can do to sexually satisfy her, because apparently the man does not know how to satisfy the woman. Ladies, what do you think of that? Thanks for that. Well, I'm laying in bed with this girl. I'm like, honey, this is your chance. Tell me, what can I do to satisfy you? She goes, you really want to know? I go, yeah. She goes, turn off the TV and go get me my vibrator. Don't be applauding that bullshit. And she didn't have a normal vibrator. She got that Turbo 500. You know that vibrator? You need a rope to start. When it did fire up, sound like a Harley Davidson. How am I supposed to compete with that bullshit? Can't start my wiener with a rope. I tried. She's got a bunch of burns on my testicles, dude. Chapter 3 of his book talks about waterbeds. Here's what if you've got a waterbed. You take the sheets off that waterbed. You put that baby oil right there on the bare mattress. You didn't start sliding around. <laughs> this was going good. Then I climbed on top of my lovely lady and <laughs> shot her out the window like a watermelon seed. <laughs> I'm at the window. Honey, you okay? <laughs> Bring back some NyQuil. Like I said, very, 
very funny man, fry man. Check him out if he's in your area. Uh, uh, go to comedy.com slash fryman. Check out his website if you get a chance to see him. Very funny guy. Keep listening. Weeks to come, I'll probably be playing some more audio uh, from Fryman. Oh, pardon me. I uh, this this sucks. Being sick. What's the worst thing you've had to do when you're sick? Send me an email. I like emails. Uh, Loserwhiteguy at gmail dot com. Uh, I was watching the news the other day. I was watching the Day Show or one of those shitty ass. Liberal. I'm not even going to get into it, but they, they were talking about people getting unusual sentences uh, for the crimes they commit. Uh, it was a shoplifter at Walmart, and the judge convicted her to wear a sign in Walmart that says, I'm a thief. I'll... And the judge, for publicity, who cares? Who cares if he's doing For publicity, great. It's getting it's getting more notice to that. Who cares if he's doing it for publicity? I think it's great. I think the punishment should fit the crime. Um, we shouldn't have uh, these slaps on the wrist. Make them, you know, embarrass them. Uh, I think I think this technique would work great in divorce court. I mean, my ex could have to wear a sign that says, I screw anybody. Or I screw everybody. Uh, I, she maybe already has that sign done on her own. I'm I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. I uh, I actually had to see her Sunday, on Mother's Day, and it's like I'm I'm pondering: Do I wish her Happy Mother's Day or not? And I, I did. My kid was there, and uh, I made sure I wanted to make sure he wished her a Happy Mother's Day. Um, but yeah, I I, th- I think it's great. What do you, what do you think? Do you think it's it's wrong to make a criminal? Uh, proclaim, proclaim that they're a criminal. Uh, I, I see no problem with that. I, I, in fact, I think it's good. On a, on a totally unrelated news story that my wife uh, informed me. Well, that's old news. Uh, but the May seventh, uh, Chicago Sun Times uh, talking about a racy billboard peddles divorce. Uh, attorney Corey Fetman, uh, who just for the record, the picture, she's hot. Uh, Corey, attorney Corey Fetman says her ad will appeal to people who are already thinking about leaving their spouses. There's this big billboard uh, down on Rush Street in Chicago. One side has a uh, well-built man's torso, shirtless. The other side has a well-built woman uh, wearing like a bra and panties, and you could tell the tops of her thigh highs, a little hair dangling down over... Uh, decent uh, chest area I shall say and in the middle it says life short get a divorce and a phone number offer it's brilliant marketing uh, it's not gonna nobody's gonna look at this sign and go oh you know I'm great I'm married I love my wife do 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 what you mean I could have that oh that's it I'm divorcing that bitch no no People who are it, it it it's it's to raise awareness. People who are going to get a divorce are going to get a divorce. If they're not, they're not. The sign is not going to make anybody do it that isn't planning on doing it anyway. Uh, my wife also informed me that that next night uh, it was taken down overnight, not by the law firm. The law firm said they were getting phone calls, good phone calls. They were getting business from it, which means it worked. And any advertisement that raises awareness into the media is a good advertisement. There are quotes in here 
I don't want to bore you with a lot of things, but uh, an attorney in Rico, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. I wish I'd thought of it first. When your advertisement generates publicity, you've hit a home run, and that is exactly true. Uh, now other people are saying it's in poor taste. It's down, you know, all the attorneys makes you know, them look bad. And they, I, I got to say that I think it's brilliant. Now I, I do want to touch base on it being taken down overnight because uh, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure it's the right wing Christian, the Christian right that, uh, that did that. Uh, all the people that proclaim, uh, you know, freedom are the first ones to take it away. And the music's the time's up. I shouldn't be talking anyway. I'm going to take some medicine. You guys have a good one. Until next week, I'm out of here. Bye.